Hi, this is Lady Justice coming to you via podcast on uh, a brief tutorial regarding your ability as a crime victim to have access to the chief of police if necessary. It's a, a common issue when you become a new victim and you feel as if you are wronged and you can't uh, get satisfaction or communication or an issue resolved to want to go to the top. It's only natural. That's the way uh, the corporate world and the business world is set up. You always want to go to the top. But in this particular case, in the criminal justice system, it isn't always possible. It isn't always wise. Um, So if you are armed with um, some information to help you, Uh, If you do need to go to the uh, chief of police with a good way to approach the situation, chances are you will be a lot more successful than trying to uh, go in like gangbusters. So here's my uh, brief list of do's and don'ts. Um, Number one, in terms of do's, when you're trying to get to the um, police chief, Request an appointment to discuss the case, leading with a positive comment and asking to solve a specific problem. Uh, You want a specific time. You want to make sure that your conversation begins on a positive note, that you're not leading with a a laundry list of negatives or complaints about uh, the people who are handling your case. And it's very good to hone in on a specific problem that you need to have solved here and now, whether it's crime-related, whether it's uh, procedurally, whether it's just uh, a specific question that has not been answered. Another thing to do is to be sure and maintain boundaries with this situation uh, regarding calls or updates, complaints, acts, or asking detectives to divulge investigative information. You always want to establish a good time to call. You don't want to call every day, every week. You want to let them know that you are involved and interested and give them a reasonable time to respond. Another thing to keep in mind when asking uh, to see the police chief, do understand that your case is not the only case, that they may be working on many, many other cases simultaneously, whether it is your individual investigator or a homicide unit or what have you. Um, It's a multitasking situation. And unfortunately, unless they are a cold case unit, they can't focus entirely on your case alone. Another thing to keep in mind is that um, you do request a detective who is willing to take on the duty to be the designated main communicator uh, for you and your case and your family on a reasonable schedule. Whether you talk to Investigator Jones, Investigator Smith, Um, that just makes for a more confusing situation. So if the assigned person is in the field and is too busy 
asked to have a designated communication person in the detective unit be your go-between. That just makes things go uh, more efficiently and quickly, and they will handle what needs to be handled in a more efficient and professional way. Another thing to keep in mind is that uh, you should always request a a written copy of your state's constitutional rights um, as a crime victim. And if you do not understand uh, them in total, because sometimes there's a lot of legalese, uh, do get someone to interpret for you. Uh, preferably a, um, a crime victim advocate to explain and to illustrate just what your rights are because many times families are unaware and uh, detectives don't necessarily school you on this part of the process. Another thing that you should do is uh, to decide as a family at this particular time when you're asking for a meeting What is the single most important issue to you at this time uh, if you're asking for the chief's time? Because it is a pretty rare thing that they would have audience with you. Uh, So you want to pick your your issue uh, carefully and make sure that it is something that is, is central to the process at this point in time versus giving a laundry list of complaints or demands or um, things that you could have addressed by other people. So hone it down to a chief issue at this point in time. Another thing to keep in mind is, again, to request that a skilled victim advocate be assigned to you and your family as a go-between to tell you about the court process, to tell you about plea bargains, to tell you about delays, to tell you about uh, grieving, to provide you with some essential resources that you may need along the process. They are there to serve in that function, and it is not really the, the detective's function or the police's function to provide that information. So once you know that, you're armed with the correct go-to person and they can help you tremendously. Another thing uh, that you should keep in mind is that um, should you feel you have a legitimate complaint about how your case is handled regarding um, the victim, your family member, if you feel as if uh, there's been discrimination um, based upon minority status, whether it be racial, sexual orientation, gender identity, disability, or perhaps you feel they're not using as much um, zest to um, solve the crime if the victim also happened to have a former criminal record, then do so in a calm manner, in a reasonable manner with the chief and address it with the chief because that is that may be a legitimate concern that they can check into um, administratively and talk with staff about the situation because that frequently does um, play into the scenario 
on many cases, or at least that is the perception of the family. And we want to dispel that if there's been some miscommunication. Another thing is that you want to be honest with the chief and with other staff that although you may hear bad news, please do request that they be honest with you and that they respect your beliefs and your wishes and that regardless of the situation and how dismal it may seem or hopeless it may seem to some, in terms of leads or evidence, you are maintaining hope because this is this is your family member, this is your loved one, and there is always hope, there is always the possibility. And whether or not the outcome is the outcome that you want with regard to solving the case or having a trial, there is always resolution, there is always an end, and you deserve that at minimum. Um, along with their respect and to try to maintain reasonable hope. Another thing uh, that you could ask is, uh, as a means of communication, ask for a nonprofit group that deals with homicide survivors. Frequently there are support groups to assist in conveying information to provide emotional and psychological support for you, um, which is invaluable uh, during the entire process because it's, it's, it's very tumultuous. It's one step forward, two steps back or more. Um, and it can go on for months and sometimes years. So you need to have a good support system around you with other people who are going through the same thing that can help you through the process. If there are other complexities within your case, um, something about your family situation or the victim that has not been divulged that may be important to solving the case or um, as a matter of evidence, um, you must put your pride aside and share that information with with the police and with the chief because sometimes that kernel of information, that other fact that is not known to the public could make the difference between opening up a major lead and or solving the case. So please do be sure and, and sh- share all information. Uh, they have heard just about everything there is to hear when it comes to uh, family situations, family dynamics, and um, I'm sure that they will take it in the manner in, in which you want it to be received. In terms of don'ts, don't don't go in and request a meeting. Don't lead with complaints. Don't lead with threats. That will be an, an immediate turnoff. Another another don't if you're seeking access to the chief, don't expect that all of your questions must be answered. That is unreasonable. There are those set of facts or circumstances or things that are being worked on that could compromise a case. But if there's a particular question you want an answer to, 
and they cannot divulge information or don't have it, you could phrase it to to say, I understand now that you can't give me an answer on that. However, what can you tell me? That is a, an approach to keep the lines of communication open and foster a good rapport. Also, uh, don't insist on other staff replacing your detective of record unless it's a very serious matter. Frequently, it may be just a miscommunication that the chief might be able to intercede and you can uh, get back on the same page. Or if there is someone else who who volunteers to assist you uh, with the chief's approval, then, then that is fine. But to go in and demand a replacement without just grounds is is not realistic. Another don't, don't expect all of your problem list that you may want to bring to the table to be fixed. Again, focus in on the here and now, something that is important to you can reasonably be addressed and fixed and then other things can be addressed by perhaps other personnel or down the line. This is a very long, arduous process and not everything can be addressed simultaneously. So gauge your expectations toward that, addressing your most important issue, your most important problem at the time. Uh, Don't expect that your case is uh, the same priority uh, for your your detectives as it is for your family. It's only human nature that your, your case is the most important thing in your life, whereas they have many, many others that they have to juggle. But impress upon them that your case is important and respectfully ask them to keep you updated on a reasonable time frame. You can develop a, a schedule of calling or emailing perhaps once a month, once every couple of months, unless something rises to the top that, that changes the scenario in which they will immediately get in touch with you. And then the last thing, don't expect others to care as much about your loved one as you. You are the family member you put your heart and soul into the relationship of your loved one. Many, many detectives are very caring, but they've been trained to try to be very objective and to not get emotional. Uh, so sometimes it may seem that they are a bit cold and callous, but they have to maintain a sense of professional distance um, in order to do their job most effectively. So with that list of hints in mind, I hope these may help you and go for it. We'll talk to you again. Thanks so much for listening.